there are people who pop up on that show that I'm watching and going, oh, I know that person, or I've seen that person before. And really, it's the situation where someone has spent nearly 20, 30 years of their life building a skill set, 20 or 30 years effort to then become an overnight success. So think about that for a moment. Was that the universe bringing them the opportunity or was that the fact that they had done the work themselves? And so this gag of the pat on the back is about taking ownership of your own successes because the moment you do that, you're bringing that personal influence back into yourself. And really the benefit now becomes you now know how to replicate it. You know your business can change people's lives but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business as you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help entrepreneurs and business owners just like you to close more premium sales, And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people, not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. Now, there's a bit of a popular theme that's been gaining traction over the years, this idea of something called the law of attraction, where the idea would be that if you put the good energy out into the universe, you're going to be more likely to then receive it back. This week on the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast, I'm going to go in and start to kind of break down some of the principles inside of this, that as much as I'll call this out in advance, I tend to be someone who doesn't quite say just simply putting the energy out into the universe is enough, because respectfully, you still have to let people know that you're there. And remember, and let me start now, the way that we're going to wrap up this dialogue here this week on the podcast, the fact is the last five letters of the word attraction should give you every bit of the roadmap necessary to make this wonderfully effective. Because what it really comes down to is that of taking action. And when you've got the right actions in the right order, and even better, when you're putting your messaging out there in such a way that people see the value in what you do, they are now creating a new dialogue in their mind, and the real benefit becomes that your ideal clients are now selling themselves into what you do, even before you make a sales offer. That's what creates a recipe for success in your business that you know exactly how to grow you know exactly how to scale moving forward. So this week's episode, number 44, all about influence and the law of attraction. To get even more of this, I'd encourage you to join us inside of our private business influence and persuasion for coaches and consultants community. We'll make this very easy for you to find. Head over to the website, jasoninfluencegroup.com. That's how you can join that community and get even more of this. And with that, let's jump directly in. Before we get started today, if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, even before you've made an offer, I've created a step-by-step program to help you to do just that. It's called Business Influence Systems. And this is your opportunity now to visit jasonlinette.com to get a free behind-the-scenes tour of the exact hypnotic persuasion strategies that you can ethically use to better start up, 
or scale up your business. If you want a proven framework to boost your confidence, attract premium clients, and inspire more people to take action with you, get Business Influence Systems now at jasonlinette.com. Now, as we're talking about this theme of influence and the law of attraction, let's take a step first of all and look at what's necessary for anything to happen. Because I will say there's a different dialogue that I'm going to be sharing here, which is not meant to negate anyone out there who's talking law of attraction. It's not even meant to put it down in any way. In fact, if you listen very carefully, it probably turns out that we're all agreeing. We're just saying things from a slightly different perspective. And those of you who have been watching me long enough, uh, there's a bit of a running gag that I sometimes put into my presentations, the moment of playfully reaching over the shoulder and uh, patting myself on the back. And for what it's worth, there's actually a really intentional thing inside of that. What it comes around to is I meet so many people. I meet so many people who something good happens in the shape of their life or their business and while I think this is positive, I think they can do something a little bit more positive. It would be the fact that they put all the ownership of success on something else. If you even look at just simply the word luck, we could use the classic equation that luck is what happens when opportunity meets up with preparation. So yes, here's the band that's been practicing for years. Here's the music group that's been doing the circuit of doing different festivals and fairs and reaching out to different agencies. But then all of a sudden, here comes that one agent who has the right opportunity for them. And within weeks, they're now the music act on a late night talk show, which then as a result of that, here comes the opportunity now to get a record deal. And really, that wouldn't have happened if they hadn't have actually put in the work. You know, the whole conversation around what Malcolm Gladwell often quotes about the 10,000 hours principle, that we've got to actually put in the effort to become world-class at it before we ever start to see the success from it. Uh, we're watching a season right now of America's Got Talent uh, with my kids, which surprisingly, in the midst of a global pandemic, has got to be the most positive season of the show that I've ever seen. I mean, just the attitude of the judges, the conversations that they're having, and they're just doing like montages of people, you know, kind of getting the X's and being kicked off the show. I bring that up because back to my old career working in event production, working in theatrical stage management, even from the hobby of doing magic as a teenager, there are people who pop up on that show that I'm watching and going, oh, I know that person, or I've seen that person before. And really, it's the situation where someone has spent nearly 20, 30 years of their life building a skill set, 20 or 30 years effort to then become an overnight success. So think about that for a moment. Was that the universe bringing them the opportunity or was that the fact that they had done the work themselves? And so this gag of the pat on the back is about taking ownership of your own successes because the moment you do that, you're bringing that personal influence back into yourself. And really, the benefit now becomes you now know how to replicate it. You know, here's what we did. Uh, there's stories of bands that broke up and then went back on the tour again. And the fact that they're hanging out on the tour bus together, that's when they're now writing the songs with each other. So they're getting back into that momentum. So let's break this all down into three categories. 
thoughts, feelings, actions. If you want a massively oversimplified perspective of how do we create change, thoughts, feelings, and actions are the places you want to direct that influence. Give you an example of this. Uh, I'm working with someone recently in my accelerator program. That's my private consulting one-to-one. And part of his issue was he was having some concerns around public speaking. He was nervous. He was terrified. He was just frightened when he would get up to speak. And so phase one of this was looking at what was that feeling? What was that emotion? And this is where dipping back into my experience as a professional hypnotist running through a hypnotic process that's all about that thoughts, feelings, and actions equation, which think of those three elements like a tripod, because the reality now becomes if we can simply knock one of the legs of that tripod out, in this situation, getting rid of the feelings, creating a scenario where he could not reproduce the fearful sensation. Well, now it made logical sense that the tripod, metaphorically, would fall over, and the problem wasn't going to be the same as it was before. To which created a really cool situation where I was getting these emails, these text messages about how amusing it was that he could not reproduce the issue. So again, back to that pat on the back moment, really, I was the guide. I was the GPS. I was the one guiding him through an experience. And it's from that, really, he's the one who made use of this influential skill set to then make that change. So I encourage you to be cautious around crediting something external for every bit of success you could possibly reproduce. Because again, the moment you take ownership of it, the moment you realize that you were the one who had a part of that, you're the one who can make it happen all over again. So I will kind of peel back the curtain here and get a little bit more personal uh, than I typically do here because there's this dialogue that I constantly have running in my mind, which is that if you really listen out for it, not everybody, but some, it very clearly becomes that their perception of the world, their internal dialogue that they're holding on to is dreadfully negative. And while yes, one school of thought who believes as if this mystical thing of a law of attraction is out there, They believe because they're putting that negative energy out into the universe, more of that's going to come back. I tend to say, let's simplify this. What you focus on is what you naturally gravitate towards. And for those of you inside of our private mastermind community, Business Influence Systems, there's a whole section of what we call that comes from the NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming Model, that of presuppositions. These are statements. These are belief systems that You don't necessarily have to believe they're true, but if you operate from the premise as if they were true, you become much more influential not only to others, but also, more importantly, to yourself. So a question, clearly rhetorical here, would be the question as to what stories do you keep telling yourself? There's an old joke, which has been recently retold, Uh, by the uh, comedian, the actor from Saturday Night Live, Pete Davidson. The classic joke would be that if you go through your day and everybody, I'll censor it here, if you go through your day and everybody is an a-hole, chances are um, there still is just one. Have you had that moment before you hear somebody who tells the story as to, I went here and they were rude to me, I went there and they were rude to me, and then I called up this person and they were rude to me? 
this is the more polite way of telling the story. Well, the comedian Pete Davidson uh, in one of his stand-up routines talks about how, yeah, I, I moved around a lot in high school, which is kind of difficult to make friends. And like um, my first school that I went to, uh, everybody there, I'll censor it, everybody there was a complete jerk to me. And the second school, they were even worse. They were all jerks to me as well. And by the third school, I went, oh, it's me. <laughs> so I bring this up in this context because sometimes I'll be on a call with somebody. Sometimes people will respond to what I do and then reach out and ask a question. And I hear these belief systems. I hear these stories that they're telling themselves that um, anyone who earns more than this specific income is dishonest. Well, how do you know that? How do you know that to be necessarily true? When we make it a point in the shape of my business, there's a whole charitable arm of donations that we regularly make, groups that we support in terms of just, you know, advocacy, in terms of education that's out there. So the opportunity that actually with money comes responsibility and with money comes an ability to help others in brand new ways and yes, to take care of our own families. So if you operate from the premise that that doesn't necessarily have to become true, do you see that you can now begin to create more opportunities for you to create abundance and opportunities in your own life? I heard someone on a call I was just on this morning say, well, yeah, but it's September and we're getting closer to the holidays and people don't like to spend money around November and December. Which, simply put, you can find all sorts of data out there that proves otherwise. Years ago, one of my original uh, instructors in my field of hypnosis said, people won't come to you for things like weight loss in the summer because they've kind of given up on their fitness and they've just kind of accepted that's going to be their body. And I heard that, kind of canceled that one out right away and made the decision, I don't buy it. I don't believe it. So let me operate from the premise that that's not entirely true. And sure enough, I created a business that continued to run for the next dozen or so years where there was no seasonality to it. Change the story that you're telling yourself, you change the opportunity that you can then begin to face. What are the beliefs that you're holding on to? Because the fact is, it's not just a matter of putting out this energetic wave to the world around you. What it really comes down to is positioning yourself in such a place that now you're seeing more opportunities. Seasonality, right? So back around 2011, uh, I was working with many clients one-to-one -one who were in their early 40s, mid-50s, and you could start to assume if they have kids, their kids are probably in their college years, right? So here came the opportunity to then reach back out to my existing clients, and send out a message talking about research around hypnosis and testing anxieties. And from that dead zone, as one of my instructors actually once called it, this time frame from like Thanksgiving to New Year's when people would say, just take the time off, people won't come to you. My business was packed full because I had my vision opened up and I saw the opportunities that were out there. And remember, if you operate from the premise that you're educating and informing, you're never really selling. You're never really marketing. Instead, you're giving an invitation and inviting those people to come forward. Really, the inverse of everything that I'm talking about right now is this idea of just getting rid of the game of external blame, which let's rewind back to the years 2000 
2004, 2008, 2012, 2016, and 2020, which become moments especially, well, particularly here in the United States, where there's a major political election. And to use rough numbers, half of the people are excited about what's happened, and half the people are not excited. But when you think about it, how well can you draw a straight line between who is serving that specific political office versus your real day-to-day living and actions that you are responsible of as opposed to the belief systems that someone else may be holding on to or even other people in your country may be holding on to? So I say this, and the intention here is not to say, look how clever I am, look what I can pull off, or even make this all about money. But in times where everybody was talking the doom conversation around the state of the economy, those classically have been some of the most profitable segments of my business. I opened up my business originally in Virginia in November of 2009. And if you think back, what was going on in 2008, 2009 in terms of a global financial crisis, the whole junk mortgage crisis where they were selling mortgages, they were selling home loans to people who could not afford the house. And no wonder they were defaulting and there was a whole game of how these were being inappropriately packaged together and resold to banks and it was creating a lot of virtual income that didn't quite exist and just the bottom fell out of the banking industry. And suddenly, what happened was that around the U.S., suddenly mortgage brokers, loan officers, had to revisit their licensing and education to then continue to do the job that they already had. There's always an opportunity somewhere. And as long as you're satisfying the needs of someone's problem and helping them to solve the problem, every aspect of your business is noble, ethical, and serving a greater good. And wouldn't you believe the luck? There turned out to be one of the major testing facilities near my original office in Virginia. I walked over, and it found out that at least for this facility, they could retake the exam without having to pay again. Which meant some of these people were becoming a burden on this testing system, and they were losing money because they couldn't sell the seats to the class business opportunity arose. I walked in and simply explained thoughts, feelings, and actions. Here's what these people are going through. Here's how I can help. Here's some research that proves the efficacy of what I do. How can I best help these people? And they're then begging me, can you bring us anything? (laughs) Trifold brochure, poster, bring us something. And I connected with a graphic designer and I had a Simple, three-fold brochure, remember those, 2009. I had something produced as fast as possible, and that was one of the main sources of my clients for quite some time. Again, let's not vary away too far from this law of attraction idea, because one group of people could say, luck intervened and your office was next door. Well, yeah, but at the same time, that was the target area I was already shopping for, and preparation, meeting up with opportunity. There was the opportunity. My preparation was the skill set that I had, which is where this is an equation that I ran many times over over the next dozen or so years to find an opportunity, to see a specific place where people were having a challenge, and more importantly, show them a way that they could solve that issue on their own. So I encourage you to bring a lot of this thought back to yourself. 
Are there frequencies that we're casting out to the world around us? Yes, perhaps. Are we aligning ourselves with people who agree with our philosophy of the world and meshing on some deeper subconscious level that makes us now, not necessarily romantically, but personally, more attractive to someone else in such a way that they go, I like you and I want more from you? Yes, and there's ways to do that on purpose as well, which is where, again, head over to jasoninfluencegroup.com and interact with us inside of our free public community. But again, what it really comes down to, rather than just attraction, what actions can you take so that now, as every opportunity that's out there, you are primed to receive it? I'm going to read a quick quote here from probably the master of all of this. And in full respect to everyone who talks about law of attraction or the related principles, go back and reread Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, which reminds me once again, we really need to bring bring back the word transmute. That's just a word we aren't using enough anymore, and Nap Hill was just a master of transmutation. Here's the quote from Napoleon Hill. Faith is a state of mind which may be induced or created by affirmation, or repeated instructions to the subconscious mind through the principle of auto-suggestion. Let me read that one more time here. Faith is a state of mind. Ooh, let's unpack it as we go. Faith becoming a state of mind, meaning it's something you can create. So if you believe that there are abundant opportunities that are out there, you are priming that personal influence to notice them even further, which may be induced. Yeah, Everything we're saying here in terms of creating the state of mind on purpose rather than hoping the opportunity comes your way. By affirmation or repeated, excuse me, or by repeated instructions to the subconscious mind. The classic phrase that where you put that energy, that's where we likely begin to move. So have that focus in terms of what you're now wrapping your thoughts around. What are the books that you're currently reading? What are the news stories? Who are the people that you're listening to? I mean, this relates to, again, keeping up that positive energy. And I mean that to a simple kind of a funny story from years ago. You want to make sure that if you're listening to someone talking about their business, you're listening to someone who has actually been successful in their business. I had a private consultant student a number of years ago who we spent all sorts of time. She was going to a convention. She was going to a conference and she goes, I want to create a custom business card to hand out at that convention. And for those who might be there, by the way, uh, in September, I'll be there at Traffic and Conversion Summit in San Diego, and I'll be at uh, Funnel Hacking Live, the ClickFunnels conference, which happens to be here in Orlando. Wonderfully convenient. One I have to fly cross-country for, one I can drive to in six minutes' time. And related to the story is where I've done a similar thing. I have a custom business card, which all I'm doing is inviting people to take one specific action, which is to join our free online community. Go to jasoninfluencegroup.com and fancy things thanks to uh, QR codes. By the way, kind of seen a nice renaissance in the last two years or so, right? Uh, We went to so many restaurants that then no longer hand out the physical menu, and instead you scan the QR code with your phone, And then here pops up the menu on your own device that you don't have to touch what someone else has touched. Well, thanks to that, they've had a bit of a renaissance and I've got a QR code on the back of that card, which then brings people to that group. 
where they can then join. So back to our story from earlier, we crafted a card for her with specific messaging with a specific opt-in offer. And then all of a sudden she sends me a message a month later to go, hey, I made a few changes. Here's the card. And I looked at it and there was no offer. It was a standard business card. And I call her up to say, what happened? And she goes, well, my sister's a graphic designer and she thought this would be better. And because we were in a shared community, uh, she was a hypnotist looking to grow her business. That was why she had reached out to me. I had to say to her, has your sister sold a million dollars of services over the years in the industry that you're in? No. Then listen to her in terms of color scheme and layout, but you completely lost your offer and people don't know how to move forward with you. Which, by the way, if this is something that you need help with, reach out to us. We can chat about this one-to-one about how to put the influential principles inside your offers so that now, let's use the words, now they're attracting your ideal people and they're selling themselves inside of what you can do. So the whole dialogue comes back to what can you actually take ownership of? Well, first of all, I say this, get the best training you can. Well, yes, inside of the Business Influence Mastermind community, we talk about the value of rapport, the value of creating dynamic relationships. But at the end of the day, the service, the product you provide absolutely has to work and help people. Anybody can sell something once. So this is where another source of incredible influence, Steve Martin, one of his best quotes, just becomes so good, they can't ignore you. And then install within yourself this mindset of how dare you not make it easy for people to find you. Back to our story of the person who had the fear of public speaking. He reached out to me for that, but at the end of the day, once there was an audience in front of him, or even when he was broadcasting to a camera directly in front of him, the issue then became he didn't know how to convey his message in such a way that inspired people to take action. So we worked on the methods to covertly, as well as ethically, embed the sales process inside of all of his communication so that even before the offer was made, people were selling themselves in the value of what he did, and all he had to do was lay out the steps and make it easy for them. So one step, get the best training that you can. The second step, find a mentor. Even better, find someone that you personally align with and connect with that person who has done things similar to what you want to do. Have you found someone who has taken a local-based business and scaled it into an international personality brand that has sold millions? And back to this idea of thoughts and feelings and actions. Back to this idea of surrounding yourself with good energy. What I mean by that is listen to inspirational speakers. Continuously fill up that bucket and read things that are quality, that are helping you and encouraging you. Surround yourself with people who are doing better than you are right now in your business and listen to those people you can elevate to their level. So while yes, I completely am okay if your belief system is that of the law of attraction, but what I encourage you to do, take ownership of your own success. Take ownership of where you are right now. And give yourself that permission to realize at any point in time, there's three directions you can go. You can slide backwards into inactivity and external blame. You can kind of settle for 
I'll be cautious as I say mediocrity, but to settle with the game of more of the same as opposed to scaling up. Or you can continue to grow better and better and help even more people with every year that passes. As you take ownership of your own thoughts, beliefs, and feelings, as you take ownership of your own actions, that's a recipe for incredible influence. You have been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. Please stop everything and start exploring jasonlinette.com for even more business influence and persuasion resources. Make it a priority right now to subscribe to this program and listen to every episode because the next one may reveal that one hypnotic influence secret to massively scale your success. Change your words, change your business, change your life. Get even more at jasonlinette.com.